Warning, we've detected toxic masculinity. Proceed at your own risk. Warning, we've detected toxic masculinity. Proceed at your own risk. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to Table Flippers Podcast, Ministry of Greater Worship Christian Church, right here in beautiful Lancaster, California. I am your host, Robert Enos. Here, I will discuss theology, doctrine, politics, social and cultural issues, pretty much anything I feel like talking about. But basically, I flip tables. Please remember to download each episode. That's very important. Download each episode. Hold on tight. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have a little bit of fun today. At least I'm going to have some fun talking about something that I, um, I don't know if I could say I enjoy, I guess I enjoy talking about it, but um, even though I get some personal enjoyment talking about these things, at the same time, it's very sad that I or anybody else would need to talk about these things on this level. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about toxic masculinity and toxic femininity. Uh, I had done some previous podcasts on the so-called toxic masculinity, just demything, demythizing. I don't even know if those are words, but basically debunking some nonsense that goes out there about uh, men and toxic masculinity. <clears throat> and I want to at least share with you something that I have come to terms with on both toxic masculinity and toxic femininity. And I know a lot of people out there, men and women, especially that are caught up in the feminist movement, will say, there's no such thing as toxic femininity. And the moment they snap like that, um, I assure you there is in that regard. But I I do want to say this, okay? I want to say that there is no such thing. Now, please listen to me. You have to hear this, okay, because I'm still going to use these terms just because they're used in our culture and society and we know them. But I, I, you, you need to understand this. There is no such thing as toxic masculinity, okay, or toxic femininity. Let me explain. So once a man or a male, I should say, becomes toxic, He's no longer masculine, all right? Because you, now we, we might have this strange idea that he's masculine because he might stick his chest out and push people around like the so-called, you know, alpha male, you know, who's just so brutal and violent. Well, that's not true masculinity because true masculinity is about protecting people around uh, around them and especially the weaker, their wives, their their children and the weaker around them. That's what masculinity is. True masculinity, among other things. True masculinity is about uh, even protecting in this regard by being a great provider and bringing the security into the home and into the family for the wife and the children to enjoy and live in by providing them the things that they need you know, not just money, not just nice cars, but, a, a you know, a roof over the head, clothes on their back, food on their table, things of that nature. And in, it goes even beyond that. It, it goes into providing the mental and emotional as well as physical protection and security that every one of us needs. And that's what true men do. That's what true masculinity is about. So once a male becomes toxic, well, he's no longer masculine, Okay. And, and we've got to get that out of our mentality that of what, you know, because a lot of people think, oh, if he, 
if he's pushing people around and yelling at people and becoming violent, he's masculine. No, that's weakness on display in the worst kind of way. You know, when, when these punk kids go in and shoot up a, a school, an elementary school or a high school, that's not masculinity on any level. So to even call that something of that nature toxic masculinity is completely false because the moment they went with the with the mindset to harm another individual who was innocent they were they gave up their man card among other things so they were no longer truly masculine and ladies and gentlemen please forgive me i'm finally getting over this head cold to the point where i'm not hacking and coughing and sneezing like i was the last few days However, every now and then, I need to do a little bit of cough just to clear my throat. So if you hear me cough or something like that, please forgive me. I'm doing my best to continue with this without too much of a grovelly voice or coughing too much. So anyways, back to this. So when you have these punks, and I call them punks because that's what they are. They're punks. And it doesn't matter if they're a 14-year-old or a 40-year-old or anywhere in between. Uh, they're punks. They're not true men you know the males i should say they're not true men at all all right they're not masculine and they're not even what i would call toxic well okay let me back that up they're toxic masculine it's toxic masculinity only because that's what the world uses but it's not masculinity so it cannot be toxic masculinity what this is is toxic weak males putting their weaknesses on display i mean think about the weakness of heart, the weakness of mind, the weakness of soul in a person that loads up a gun or a few guns, walks onto a school campus and starts randomly shooting people, especially young people who are unarmed, not ready, caught off guard, and have done nothing to deserve that type of treatment. See, that's not masculinity on display on any level. That's the utmost of weakness on display and and it, it those types of things cause me to ask a lot of questions like one of the first questions that come to mind when i see something like this quite frankly you know of course beyond the uh, um what happened how many people where is this at things of that nature one of the major questions that comes to my mind when i hear about these things is where's that boy's mama where's that boy's daddy where's that boy's daddy and what happened in that household to produce this kind of weak, immature, underdeveloped jerk of a kid who has no sense of morality, no sense of right and wrong? What happened to those parents and where were they? What were they doing? And in my honest opinion, if if uh, you have, say, like a 14-year-old, 15-year-old, 16-year-old, 17-year-old, somewhere in that neighborhood that loads up a bunch of guns and, and goes onto a campus and starts shooting people or anything like that, anything of that, it is my opinion that mom and dad should suffer the same punishment as that kid because they produced that kid. That would sure stop a lot of gangbanging if our mamas and our daddies started going to prison just like our gangbanging children that are just putting weakness, cowardice on display. Well, let mom and dad, they're the ones that produce that. One of them, I, one of the these uh, um, school shootings, <clears throat> when they asked, "Where did this kid get all of these weapons?" Well, one of the one of them was, I believe it was the mother. I want to say it was a single mother, but nonetheless, the mother had actually purchased this, at least one of the weapons for her son, who went out 
and shot up a school. Okay, now, ladies and gentlemen, I personally am not against the uh, use or the owner owning a firearm and the, when i say the use the proper use of course of, of a firearm so in 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 an initial just off the cuff kind of thing i didn't have a problem with a mother buying her son a firearm but as the story goes it was like that he was <clears throat> dealing with some issues you know psychologically and that seemed to make him happy i don't really care uh, you know it's it's like mom you created this you should be in jail anyways I'm not here to talk about parenting yet. We'll probably get around that more. But um, that was not toxic masculinity on display. That was uh, that was toxic weakness and cowardice on display. So all of you out there that have this mind, oh yeah, you're a tough guy. You're going to grab a gun and go shoot somebody. You're going to do a drive-by. You're going to go into a school. You're going to go into the mall. You're going to go wherever it is. That is the that is the greatest display of cowardice and weakness that a male could ever show. That you're just going to go randomly or maybe not so random, but you're going to just go kill people who are unarmed, catch them off guard, and you're just going to go do this for what? To prove a point? Here's the point that you're proving. That you're an absolute weakling mentally, emotionally, and certainly spiritually. And most likely physically because you couldn't handle your problems the right way you couldn't handle your issues the right way so you had to prove to the world that you are somehow a tough guy by picking up a gun and going and shooting a bunch of people that's not a tough guy that's the ultimate in cowardice that's like the lowest point that a person can fall to anyways so this whole idea of toxic masculinity it it it, it was created to try to destroy men and true masculinity. <clears throat> so when, when true masculinity is on display, they suddenly say, no, that's toxic. That's toxic. You know, because um, I'm going to talk about the feminist, the modern feminist movement, which is, which is actually a joke today. I mean, it really is a joke. The modern men, uh, feminist movement, you, you ladies out there and men, you know, it, it blows my mind how many men consider themselves feminists well there's that's toxic masculinity right there on display which is again not true masculinity at all but what it is is the weakness in the hearts of men when they want to embrace that which is feminine and put on display that which is feminine they suddenly have given up everything that made them a man and made them truly masculine and and of value as a masculine man because a, a masculine man again is he powerful Yes, but he keeps that power under control. Is he dangerous? Most certainly, but he keeps that under control. And he takes that energy that could be violent, could be dangerous, could be uh, hard-hitting, and he takes that same energy and goes and protects, uses that energy to protect those around him, and he uses that energy to provide for himself and for those around him. And he uses that energy to build others up, not tear them down. So this whole idea of toxic masculinity or toxic femininity is really kind of a myth that they're trying to push to cause us to not even really understand anymore what is truly a healthy masculine man and a truly healthy feminine woman. And by the way, let it, let it go on record that I just kind of like the idea when I'm around men that are just truly masculine and i am around women that are truly feminine and i don't i don't like to guess i don't like to look at there and guess um um is uh, uh 
Which one are the men and which one are the women? They all look alike. They all sound alike. They all talk alike. They all walk alike. Which is which? I don't like that. That is a freaky feeling, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Many years ago, this is probably about... Uh, I'm, I'm about 10 years ago, give or take. My son and I um, were driving and we come up to a stoplight and we're going to make a right-hand turn. But anyways, we're sitting at the stoplight and on a bicycle uh, on the sidewalk there about to cross the street was this young person. <clears throat> I'm guessing 18-ish, somewhere around there. This young person on this bicycle. This young person was wearing some baggy, like um, black uh, uh, kind of, uh, I don't know, like, uh, khaki kind of pants, but they were black in color, just regular tennis shoes, uh, a, a tank top, you know, that we traditionally call wife beaters. <laughs> I know it, it comes with that strange stereotype, but this person was wearing, you know, and, and as you sit there, they, they just sitting there looking at this person, they had the, you know, the wallet with the long chain that loops back up to their belt and uh, had some tattoos, tattoos on the arm and some, I believe, on the neck and uh, short kind of not buzz like real real super short but maybe three quarters of an inch um you know a haircut all the way all the way around just like they took it into like maybe a number four and just the whole thing and my son look and he's kind of looking at this person on the bike you know up and down and his head is tilting and everything and i'm i'm about to ask him what are you thinking about what do you think you know because i could see he's deep in thought about this and before i could ask him he turns around he says now there's a young man that's dealing with some uh deep personal issues and i says you need to look again and my son takes a little bit harder look he says oh now that's even worse that's a young girl young woman so that tells me when this young woman who looks like a man, dresses like a man, is doing ma- what is typically masculine type of things, acting that way and all that. Now, I didn't hear the person speak, so I don't know what they talk like. But everything else about this person was masculine in a sense, you know, in that sense. And uh, and yet it was a young woman. Even my son, who was at the time about 15 years old, 16 years old, he picked up on it before, before I did. He saw that even at his age. And I believe... Like I said, I didn't ask the person how old they are, but I believe that my son was probably just a little bit younger than that person at that time. Now, 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 why would my son even be able to pick up on that? Why would my son be able to see that? Why would my son just have... Because my son was raised to know exactly what a woman is and exactly what a man is. My son was raised to understand, at least on some level, of what is supposed to be true femininity and true masculinity. And so when he can look at that image, whether it was a boy or a girl, either way, the image is there's something wrong in the heart of this person. There's something that they're dealing with. They're struggling with. This person is hurting. And then when he realized it was actually a girl, it made the scenario even worse because everything that she should have been in the sense of feminine was not there. And what I want to talk to you about today, among other things, is this idea, this concept of toxic femininity. Because we get blasted, men, we are b- being blasted. Um, anytime we even walk like a man, talk like a man, think like a man, act like a man, suddenly we're toxic with this toxic masculinity. Which again, there's no such thing. Just like there's no real such thing as toxic femininity. Why? Because once a woman becomes toxic, she's no longer feminine. Just like a man. When a man becomes toxic, he's no longer masculine, all right? So I want to recapture 
these truths and these ideas of what true masculinity is, true femininity is. So I will use this concept or the phrase toxic femininity just to make a point. But understand, this is females who are no longer acting feminine. All right, that's that's what I'm getting at. And when they no longer act feminine, well, they're, they've given up their girl card, their woman card. You know, guys, we know that. We say that you gave up your man card, you know. Well, here, when women become toxic in their so-called femininity, well, they're no longer feminine, and they gave up what makes them unique as women. And that, to me, is very, very, very sad and heartbreaking because we need, back in our society, true men who are masculine and true women who are feminine. And once we start blurring those lines and crossing those lines, we have huge problems in our culture and in our society. So, again, I'm going to use that phrase. What is toxic femininity? Well, among other things, it is the modern feminist movement. So the modern feminist movement really isn't about empowering women to be feminine. Isn't it funny how you take a bunch of women, you strip them of their femininity, you strip them of what makes them unique as women, fill them with vile, fill them with anger, fill them with bitterness, and then we call it feminism. Well, the word feminism still has the concept or the word feminine in it, which should be something about, uh, uh, it should show about how women should be truly that, feminine, and not angry, bitter, uh, um, angry and bitter displays of what other people call toxic masculinity. Isn't it funny that when a man acts, acts, a certain way, it's suddenly toxic masculinity. But when a woman acts that same way, somehow it's, it's supposed to be accepted by society and even applauded and celebrated in society. And we call it feminism. Isn't that strange? How if a man gets loud, maybe even a little violent, suddenly he's toxic and he is everything wrong with culture and society. But when a woman acts that same way, suddenly it's supposed to be celebrated and we're supposed to just accept it. Well, that's ridiculous, ladies and gentlemen, especially as the modern feminist cries for equality, but then has such a double-minded, double standard when it comes to the apple, the actual application of that equality. So if I get a little uppity, I've been, I've been told you're a toxic masculine. You got toxic masculinity. Well, okay, whatever. You you listen to my podcast and you see how passionate I am about certain things, and you say I'm, I'm toxic somehow. I'm, I'm displaying toxic masculinity. That's okay. But when a woman does the exact same thing for the things she's passionate about, it's supposed to be celebrated. And if I come along and I say, well, that's ridiculous. That's, that's toxic femininity. Suddenly I'm the bad guy. Do you see the double standard? And do you see where the double standard is coming from? So really, let, let me get back to toxic masculinity for a minute. What's really toxic weakness on display. What, where does that come from? Where does that come from? Okay, and, and, and ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, moms and dads, grandmas and grandpas, little puppies everywhere. I'm not going to say that this is 100% the fault of the feminist movement, but the feminist movement has done a great job, if you want to call it that, at producing what they now call toxic masculinity. So a young man goes on to the high school and he shoots up all of his classmates, all right? kills 
10, 15, 20 people. Or marches into a, a um, grade school and kills a bunch of young, young kids. Again, 10, 15, 20, whatever. And they say toxic masculinity. But when you look at that person's life, you look what happened and went on in that person's life to help develop that actually toxic weakness and cowardice on display. He was living by the proponents or by the, um, by the standard, if you will, of the feminist movement, usually coming from a single, uh, um, um, single parent home, mom. So he has nothing but female or feminine uh, uh, leadership and, and training in the home because dad isn't needed. Remember feminist uh, men aren't needed, right? Men aren't needed. In your world, right? So this femininity, as you guys call her, this feminist ideology is what's ruling this home, produces this weak boy who goes out and murders a bunch of people. And you say toxic masculinity, but what it really was on display was toxic femininity on display in that boy. Because a true man would never have done that. A true man would not do that. And when you look at many of these serial killers and everything like that, there was, they didn't come most all of all of them this is almost a perfect science if you will but almost all of them did not come from healthy two-parent households and i say healthy two-parent households somehow some way that feminist feminine uh modern feminist i don't want to say feminine because it throws a, a women true feminine women under the bus and i don't mean to do that i'm trying to make a distinction here okay but it, but when when that is the rule of the home and now the rule of culture and society Look what it's been producing in the hearts and the minds and the lives of our young people. They don't even know what a male or a female is. They don't know what a man or a woman is. They don't even know what they are. They don't know if they're, they're a he, him, they, uh, up, down, in, out, or, or whatever. I mean, it, when, when they don't even know, they can't even tell you what they are. And this is a direct product of the modern feminist movement. And then we wonder why. Why are shoot, school shootings up? Because they don't even know who they are. Thank you, modern feminists. You see, at least with masculinity, we know who we are. And true men who are truly masculine not only know who we are, but we know what we're supposed to be doing, protecting those around us, not killing them. But you take modern femin feminism and you push that onto a young man from a very early age and raise him up in that when he gets about 15, 16, 17 years old, he doesn't know what the heck's going on in his life. He doesn't know who he is. He doesn't know how to act. He doesn't know how to take care of the emotions that are, are, are racing through his mind and through his heart. He's always depressed. He's always broken he doesn't know what he wants or or who he wants and and he ends in this depressive kind of self-destructive behavior that not only takes himself down but it takes down many around him who are innocent that's what the modern feminist movement is doing to our american young people especially our boys there is an answer to it we need to rise up and men you need to be masculine Women, you need to be feminine. We need to get back to our traditional roles of men and women. And then these problems will start taking care of themselves. See, they always answer, how come? And they look at the boy. They look at the kid. What could we have done here? Should we, you know, there was warning signs. Should we have rounded them up even before there was a problem and thrown them in prison or what? No, what about rounding up the parents who are raising up their children in this kind of nonsense and putting them in prison? Now, I don't think you should be running around because then that, that, who makes that decision? I'm just trying to make a point. 
that moms and dads, listen, I just heard somebody say it uh, two days ago, totally agree. And I say the same types of things. And I say this to all parents, not just moms, but I also say this to dads. You are not your children's friend. You are not your children's friend. I get so bothered when I hear some parents say, oh, I'm like my daughter or I'm like my son's best friend. Oh, really? Then you are failing them. You've already failed them. They don't know who they are because you're too busy being their friend. They don't know how to process their emotions because you're too busy being their friend. They don't know it's right and wrong because you're too busy being their friend. Try being the parent for once. Try being the parent. Listen, and I heard somebody else say this a while while ago, and and there's some truth to it. It's it's, it's quite a sad truth, but nonetheless, truth at the same time. So if if your kid never tells you he hates you, you're not doing your job. Now, I know that might be a shock to a lot of parents, especially when they're, they're, they got these cute little three-year-olds and four-year-olds and you just like to play dress up and everything's laughter and joy and everything like that. But a little bit later on in life, when you're starting to lay down the law and you're starting to tell them, yes, you can do that. No, you can't do this. You be in at nine o'clock. You do this. You do that. Go take off that makeup. You're too young to wear that makeup. What are you doing in that hoochie outfit? Go put on some normal clothes. Boy, what are you doing acting that way? Get into your room, you know, and all that. And you're going to hear, if you're doing your job right, I hate you. That emotional outburst from one of those little creatures that we call our children. Now, I'm not saying that's right. Please don't misunderstand me. It's just... That often shows, not always, but often shows that mom and dad, you're doing your job right. It is so disgusting. Honestly, it's really disgusting because you can see where the damage not only is, but where that damage is going to take those young people. I'm my child's best friend. No, you failed. It's not like you're going to fail. You've already failed because that was in the making for a long time. You didn't enter into parenthood with the right heart and the right attitude and the right mindset. You didn't enter in as a coach and a trainer. And yes, a nurturer. You entered in it to be their friend instead of their parent. Anyways, and what does that all come from? Among other things, that one I can't blame completely on the modern feminist movement, but it's still part of the modern feminist movement. So when we look at this, uh, what is really the modern feminist movement all about? Now, I don't have time to get into everything about it because, well... I just don't have time for that. But really, it's more about hatred of men than anything else. It's about anger. It's about bitterness. It's, a, it's, it's about not, not taking responsibility for your own life, the good parts and the bad parts, but placing blame on somebody else. It's really strange. Now, as I was researching all of this, I, want, I, I, I came across some photos that I want to just kind of... I know you can't see them because we're on a, a podcast here, but I, I just want, I want to at least talk about these things and, and sh- share with you what I'm looking at. So, you know, you could probably look them up your, yourself and find very similar um, photos and everything. So basically what I did was I, I just typed in the modern feminist movement or modern feminism and I just went to the images and just look at the images because there's been a lot of, uh, you know, like rallies and, and things of that nature where they, they go and they hold up signs. So I'm looking at one right now and I can't honestly tell where this is. They're big buildings like uh, um, some important place. Uh, anyways, I can't really tell what that, where that is, that, if it's here in the United States or whatever. So anyways, it doesn't really matter. Um, but there's thousands of women in this. And so the women that are up close to the camera where you can really see who they are. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, I don't like to always go here because 
everybody has their own ideas and the concepts of what they consider good looking beautiful uh things of that nature and everybody's a little bit different you know their hair their bodies all of that so what i might say is oh yeah that person is good looking the next person standing next to me went, really i think they're ugly and vice versa you know so i'm just going to describe this from my vantage point here in this picture is primarily a lot of younger women some of them look like um i don't know uh 16 ish on up to but most of them are younger 16 to they they look by like 16 to maybe 25 and literally there's thousands of them but i'm just looking at the ones right in the foreground that i can see and make out their faces and stuff in the picture and there's a, a clearly a bunch of older ladies and um some of them have features that they could be very good looking you know it looks like they they all of them need to go comb their hair and wash their hair and comb their hair i mean that's what it looks like um it's just most of their hair looks just like all just greasy and nasty and some of them are holding up signs now i can't and i will not read these signs that they're holding up word for word because it's just it, to me it's just strange and they're it's somewhat you know kind of crude but strange that women women would be um holding up signs like this anywhere at any time all right in this rally this demonstration so one of the signs says this the heroin epidemic is just getting going now i think they mean not heroin like the drug but heroin like a female hero so that's what so i'll say it like this the female hero or the heroin epidemic is just getting going i think that's what it means but what it looks like to me is the heroin the drug epidemic is just getting going like like they're proud of that or something like that there's one two um signs that are big big enough that you can read at least in this picture and both of them have a picture of like a little cartoon cat and it says and i'm gonna i'm not gonna tell you exactly what it says word for word because like i said it's somewhat crude but like you know kitty power you can use your imagination and there's two of them just you know that say the exact same thing and they're very similar there's another one that says hands off my and there's a picture of a cat that's what it said hands off my and then picture of a cat uh there's a few that i can't read just because the lettering is so small on them and they're too far away but so you have a bunch of, of women here most of them young most of them young saying these things writing these things waving these things around on on these um cards um not that they're necessarily at least in this one you know ugly hags or anything like that they're they're just they're just normal young ladies that just honestly don't look like they take care of themselves much all right i mean a nice shower some shampoo and some conditioner um probably go a long way there with this crowd but nonetheless but the crowd but that's what the feminine there's nothing feminine about this okay because ladies uh, ladies out there i know it's kind of a cool thing it's a strange thing to me but a cool thing among many people in general but especially you ladies that that you know use the worst kind of language possible you know so i i know women and i've heard women have no problem with the f-bomb and and just throwing out all kinds of what were typically for years not acceptable language even among men now maybe men as they're on the job site or men when they're just hanging out together maybe on a hunting trip or something i'm not saying it was right but that was sort of acceptable 
sort of in that sense. But now it's just everywhere all the time. And especially with the women, potty mouth women. That's not feminine. That's not feminine at all. So to call that part of the modern feminist movement is a misnomer. It, it's ridiculous because you've, you've removed everything that's made you feminine and then call it feminism. You can't have it both ways, ladies and gentlemen. Anyways, let me go to another picture and try to describe that because this is really interesting. Oh, here's one. Here's a cool one. This is actually two photographs. One from, I don't know, it, it, it looks like very early 1900s. It's not just black and white. It's in that like kind of weird gray, brownish and white. And it's two ladies dressed in, in the clothing of that era that it says votes for women. Now, I, I'm assuming that's when they were fighting to uh, um, be able to vote because at one point in our country, women weren't allowed to vote, only the men, and they wanted to vote. And so they were fighting for voting rights. See, that's real fem uh, feminism. That's what feminism is supposed to be about. Wait a minute, you guys are voting and, and that voting can decide my future, but I'm not allowed to go in and decide my own future? Yeah, that was clearly wrong. And that needed to be fought for. I'm all for that kind of feminism. But these ladies, what's so interesting about these two ladies holding up these signs, they're clearly women. The way they're dressed, the way they stand, the looks, they're feminine. And they're just fighting to be able to vote. Right on, ladies. Now, the, the picture next to it is the modern feminist. And, the, and there's two ladies. Both of them have a sign in their hand. Now, this is the ridiculousness of the modern feminist movement. These signs say this, fathers don't deserve a day. The next sign with the next lady says, end Father's Day. <clears throat> so these modern feminists now want to remove, take away, strip our calendar of Father's Day, saying we don't deserve, we don't deserve a day. I, I mean, I have no idea where their fathers were in their life or what their fathers did, but apparently these two ladies had some terrible fathering in their life for them to come up with that. This is amazing to me. Here's yet another picture. And now this is picture uh, of a rally. Uh, um, it's more of a close-up shot, so it doesn't pan back. I don't see how many people are at this particular rally. But in just the picture, I'm guessing there's somewhere in the neighborhood of about 100 people. And there's several signs that people are, <laughs> are, are holding up. And one of the signs that I can't tell if that's a man or woman, I believe that's a woman holding up, it says, grow a pair. And it's a picture of ovaries. <laughs> grow a pair of ovaries. But grow a pair. Okay. Again, um, that's somewhat, for me personally, borderline. Okay. Another one that says this. We love, support, and fight for our trans friends. We love, support, and fight for our trans friends. What's interesting about this, it's a feminist rally, modern feminist rally, and it's a man holding that up. Interesting. And what's funny about that, maybe we'll talk about that in another podcast, is how it's, it's like men are hijacking the modern feminist movement. And at present, most of the women in the modern feminist movement don't have much of a problem with it. Or if they do, they're not saying anything. And, and I think I know why. Because when they see men acting like, um, dressing like, thinking like, walking, talking like women, in a weird way, they sound or they feel like they're winning this battle. But in reality, whenever those men who dress like women get involved in women's such sports and things of that nature, they almost always win because men 
tend to be a little bit stronger than women. And just because you put a dress on it doesn't mean he loses any of his weaknesses. So they're literally giving up huge portions of their movement to males just because those males want to put on some lipstick and a dress. Blows my mind. There's uh oh, here's another one. And I totally agree with this sign, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. I totally agree with this one. It says this, mental health is a feminist issue. And I totally agree with it. Because if you're going to be involved in the modern, modern, not the original, but the modern feminist movement, you've got some mental health issues. So I agree with that. Mental health is a feminist issue. I'm not saying it it's only with feminism, but it belongs there. I mean, it grows from there and it is a problem. Mental health is a feminist issue. And sometimes I wonder, do these people really stop and look at their signs in light of what they're trying to say and what they're trying to achieve? To me, that's a, an admonition that um, we're feminists. We're all crazy. I mean, that's what it says to me. I mean, just just say it in easy to understand english that not only all the people that at the rally but yourself and everybody else at the rally and the world can understand we're feminists we're crazy yeah just do that i mean come on ladies and gentlemen mental health is a feminist issue you try to sound smart but what they're really saying is we're feminists we're crazy anyways let me move on so and what i see in this particular picture like i said this is a modern feminist rally and i'd say about 40 percent of the people at least in this picture now it may have been different at the rest of the rally but in this picture which there's about a hundred people that i can see clearly and make out give or take about 40 percent of them are men 40 percent of them are men and i don't want to say you know and i say men and i use that loosely but males they're certainly not masculine because see a masculine man a true masculine man would not be there supporting the destruction of the very ones that he should be nurturing um providing for uh protecting caring for loving a real man would not be a part of that but a real man if his wife or his daughter or somebody close to him a a female close to him says i'm gonna go to this rally because i'm gonna i'm a modern feminist he would he would not fight with her. What he would do was he would go and search himself to first find out what he's doing or not doing to create that kind of mental health issue in the woman, in the women in his life. He would correct it first and then start slowly doing the things that he was supposed to do to the point that they would no longer agree with that mentality and no longer want to be there. Because that's what a real man is all about. Not forcing it. Now, Maybe if it was his daughters, underage daughters, I wouldn't let my daughters go to something like that. I, I, honestly, I wouldn't have. They're adults now. They can do it if they want. They're out, uh, out of my immediate care. But even still, if I, if I looked at a picture and I saw one of my daughters there, I'd be getting on the phone. Hey, what, what in the world are you doing, girl? My wife would never go there. Do you know why? My wife is feminine. Not a feminist. Feminine. Okay, here's another picture. Now this actually in my opinion is a clearer picture of the modern uh, feminist movement now this is just like i said my opinion but nonetheless it is a picture of the modern feminist movement because i'm looking at it and again it's a bunch of women the young lady that's right smack dab in the middle of this picture it's as if they were marching somewhere that's the vibe it gets and it looks like the uh photographer ran in front of a group of women that were walking towards him and snapped this picture and that's just the vibe that i get so um the 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 woman that's right smack dab in the middle of this is a very attractive um young 
When I say young, she appears to be 22, 23, somewhere around there. I'm not very good with ages. She could have been 40 for all I know, or 15, I don't know, but she appears to be a little younger than 25. Uh, attractive fit. It looks like it's cold there, so everybody's wearing big jackets, but you know, with that, she looks somewhat fit. And it was that time period when all these feminists were wearing those pink hats, those knitted pink hats, and she's got a knitted pink hat on her head. And I'm not gonna tell you what the knitted pink hats stood for, because like I said, I just don't speak that way generally speaking unless i have to describe something but i'm on the air and i don't want children to be hearing this stuff and going mommy what's a you know kind of a thing so now so she's very attractive the lady on like i said in this picture it would be on her left but to uh, on her left but the right of her in the picture is also sort of um attractive maybe it could be her mom uh or something like that other than those two all right other than those two there isn't any attractive women in this now i'm, I'm only pointing this out for for a reason like for instance on the very uh right of this picture that i'm looking at there's this woman she looks to be in her uh maybe mid to upper 40s standing next to another woman maybe around 60 ish and both of them just look haggard they just look so haggard like they haven't touched moisturizer in a long time uh oh and by the way the young lady right in the middle it's interesting that here she is a modern feminist and she's got uh, all this makeup on which again accentuates her beauty but she's got makeup on i don't see any makeup on any of the other women at all and that's fine if you choose not to wear makeup that's okay it doesn't make you a modern feminist whether you stop wearing makeup and it doesn't make you feminine because you do wear makeup because there's a whole bunch of transgender dudes out there that are men in dresses with a ton of makeup on and it doesn't make them into women it doesn't make them good looking it doesn't make them desirable on any level except for other perverts but in this one most all the people that i could see and and it's funny again there's a lot of men in this in the background but not right on the front so the photographer took a picture of these women right in the front but in the background there's a lot of men, and some of them are wearing those pink hats. Now, now, ladies and gentlemen, why would a man go to this? Either he's extremely feminized, which, which kind of, again, he gave up his man card. Doesn't matter if he has hair on his face. He gave up his man card. Or he's there to try to get in with some of these women for nefarious reasons. And I'm sure that you can guess what I'm getting at. Because if I, maybe I shouldn't say this because I'm going to give away to some people that might be struggling in this area, but I'll say it anyways and take that chance. I'm telling you, men, don't do this. Just don't do this. This is disgusting and perverse. But if I didn't know Jesus, if I didn't serve God, if I wasn't really worried about uh, being righteous or holy or, or, or the word of God or anything like that, I would go to these things because I know where I'd get to all the girls, you know? Anyways, that's neither here nor there. So now this, this like I said, the, the one lady that's right in the middle, uh, she's carrying a sign. And I'm trying to read it because the top letters are real sharp. But it says, we wish, we wish not for control over others, but for control over ourselves. We wish not for control over others, but for control over ourselves. Okay. So control yourself. See, sometimes they, people stop and think about what you're writing. Control yourselves then. I'm assuming that this has to do with abortion all right because they say because abortion if abortion is outlawed 
you're taking away our control and our rights over our own body. No, we're taking away your ability to murder another human being. If you really want to control over your body, ladies, then control yourself before the sex act that got you pregnant to begin with. That's where the control starts. Hello? Anyways, again, this is just like a bunch of angry, ugly, I'm just being honest, haggard women, for the most part, um, that want to kill their own babies, angry at men, angry at society, angry at themselves, they just can't bring themselves to admit that, don't really want to take responsibility for their own lives, their own actions. They don't really want to control themselves because they think control is finding out they're pregnant, then going and murdering their own child and having somebody else do it for them, that's control? Well, I have control over my body. I can go kill my own children. That is sick. That is absolutely sick. But remember, in the last photo, somebody had it right. Mental illness. It's a feminist issue. Let's move on. Oh, here's one. This one was kind of strange and interesting. I found this and when I clicked on it, looked at it, it turns out that there was a whole bunch similar. And what it is, it's a young lady and holding up where all you can see is basically her eyes poking above this um, spiral notebook. And on the spiral notebook in big red letters, it says, I need feminism. And then in black letters, like um, cursive underneath, it says this. So it says, I need feminism because in the country where I was born, millions of girls are aborted every decade just because they are female. And I could have been one of them. I'm when I read that, I, I read it a few times. Like, did I misunderstand this? Did I misread this? I need feminism. Because the country I was born, millions of girls are aborted every decade just because they are female. And I could have been one of them. Okay, young lady, I don't know if you realize this, but the modern feminist movement is all about abortion on demand at any time up to the ninth month. And even now they're pushing that up to 30 days after the baby is actually born. If they decide they don't want that baby, they can just let the baby die. Yes, that's, ladies and gentlemen, as disgusting as that sounds, that's what the modern feminist movement is about. It's all about murdering children. So this young lady, I don't know if she wrote it that way to make a point or something of that nature, but what she just did is she just slammed the whole modern feminist movement. The country where I was born, millions of girls are aborted every decade just because they are female, and I could have been one of them. Unless she is saying, the feminists will protect the girls? No, they won't. That's not what they're about. The feminists don't care if baby girls are aborted or baby boys are aborted. I'm sure they probably want baby boys uh, aborted more than the baby girls because, hey, every boy that's that's uh, born is going to grow up to be a toxic male, and we can't have that. We'd much rather have toxic femininity than to toxic masculinity. So maybe that's what she means, but that's not really the way it the way I read it. The way I read it is like she's trying to make fun of or poke a hole in the uh, feminist movement because if feminism wasn't really there abortion wouldn't be there as well at least not in that play if it wasn't for feminism then abortion wouldn't be a re reality so this young lady i'm sure she doesn't really realize that and she was duped and this is what she believes that femin the feminism or the feminist movement would have protected her um all the young ladies in her country from being aborted. I don't like. I said this. The the the, the feminist movement is weird. It, it's really weird. Now I got a picture of Charlie Kirk. Most of you guys know Charlie Kirk. Yeah, he's a very well known 
um, commentator and leader, especially on college campuses, young among young people of. And what does he lead people in? Toxic masculinity. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Charlie Kirk is toxic in his masculinity. Well, not really. It's just what that's what they would say because they're throwing away their true feminism, what makes them feminine, and they are throwing away responsibility and trying to blame everybody else for the woes they have in their life. And if they can't figure if they can't find somebody to blame, they'll make something up. So here's Charlie Kirk. So let's just blame him. But Charlie Kirk says this. And I totally agree with him, by the way. Let's just get that out of the way. I totally agree with him. Modern feminism is much more about hating men than empowering women. And I totally agree with that. I 100% agree with that. So I want to. I need to kind of wrap this up. I want to read to you. This is from. <laughs> uh, this is from. It's called VeryWellMind.com, and it's a article about what is toxic femininity. And I uh, researched this, or searched for toxic femininity, and this comes up. Now I want to. This is from Very Well Mind. Okay, so I guess this is a place or a site or something that deals with uh, you know emotional, mental things, health. I'm assuming. Um, if I'm wrong, well, then I'm wrong. So um, let me tell you their definition of toxic femininity. It says toxic femininity refers to the adherence to the gender binary in order to receive conditional value in patriarchal societies. It is a concept that restricts women to being cooperative, passive, sexually submissive, gentle, and deriving their value from physical beauty while being pleasing to men. That, ladies and gentlemen, is what the modern feminist movement and liberal-minded people think toxic femininity really is. And that is so absurd. This is not coming from a very well mind. It might be verywellmind.com, but it's not a very well mind to come up with this kind of tripe and foolishness. This is absolutely ridiculous because in a way, now they threw in some words such as passive, sexually submissive, and deriving their value from physical beauty and while being pleasing to men. Okay, let me go through this just briefly. Um, It says it is the concept that restricts women to being cooperative. What's wrong with being cooperative? You want to get anywhere in life, you've got to cooperate with people. You want to get anywhere in in the home, you've got to cooperate with your with your spouse. Okay. You've got, you want to get anywhere in life and culture, society, you have to learn how to cooperate with one another. Co-operate. That's what that is. Co-operate. That means coming together and doing something because you're cooperative. It doesn't mean you have to agree on everything. And if you can't, absolutely can't be cooperative, there's still a way that you can still get things done, you know? Anyway, so suddenly being cooperative is a negative, makes a woman toxic which is far from the truth. Passive. So they threw that one in there. Passive. I don't know exactly what they mean by passive, passive and what. They don't get, they don't get into it. But a passive person to me is weak. All right. Toxic. I guess that person could be toxic because it could lead to other things. But a passive person, truly passive, is not going to be a troublemaker. So to use toxic in in that is still kind of strange. Sexually submissive. Now, I can't get into any kind of detail on this one, but a husband and a wife in that marriage relationship are supposed to be submissive to one another in that area. So once again, 
They're trying to take something that could be very good, beneficial, and help create a loving environment in a home and in the bedroom and trying to make it a negative. And this is called very well mind. Unbelievable. Gentle. Since when is being gentle a negative? Gentle isn't a sign of weakness. Gentle is a, a sign of strength under control. So now they're suddenly trying to make gentle. What do they want? A bunch of loudmouth women out there cursing and yelling and screaming and hanging up and holding up signs while they're wearing their pink kitty cat hats? That's ridiculous. And it says deriving their value from physical beauty. Now, <clears throat> this again, I have a personal problem with. I'll tell you why. What's wrong with physical beauty? Now, let me let me put this in in perspective, in Robspective, I should say, perspective, Robspective. Robspective is a step above from perspective, but we'll leave it at that. Physical beauty. Now, what's wrong? Let, let me put it this way. To me, physical beauty is about taking care of yourself. It's not about some kind of cookie cutter kind of um, template. Like unless, and I'm going to speak to the women on this. Unless you have a, you know, your your measurements are certain numbers, you suddenly aren't physically attractive. That's not true at all. That's not true. There are some, you know, it's funny. Um, uh, my my wife and I, if we're watching TV or something like that, you know, if there's a character on a television or in a movie or something, I might lean over, I don't like that person. I don't like that person. Or if somebody asks me even, somebody asks me one time, what do you think about that person up there? Usually, you know, let's say a, a lady, a woman. And, it, and and um, there's oftentimes that we watch this one show. We, we don't watch a lot of TV, but there's one show that we watch. And it has a, one of the main characters is, is a tall, um, uh, thin uh, brunette. And for the most part, she's attractive. But I'm not a tra- uh, in any way would I be attracted to her. She's not ugly by any means, but she's not what I would call you know, like I wouldn't do a double take on her because in my opinion, she's too thin. Now, some people would say she's got physical beauty. She's physically fit to me. Yeah, she is. She is physically fit, but I'm not attracted to that. Uh, I, I, um, you know, that's just not me. So my, po- my point, I even saying this is, you know, deriving their value from physical beauty while being pleasing to men. Why is it such a sin ladies to be pleasing to men? Okay. Maybe you shouldn't be ple- be pleasing to every man because that has other problems and issues. But why shouldn't you be pleasing to your man? Why shouldn't you be physically beautiful for your man? And that could mean different things for different women. You married that guy. There was something that you liked in him and there was something that he liked in you. So if he, if, if, if you are going to, ladies and gentlemen, I'm speaking to both of you on this one. You, neither of you really have the right or should ever even consider not making yourself physically beautiful or in this case handsome to your spouse and being pleasing to one another so this whole thing is so damaging in my opinion to women if a woman reads this thing oh yeah yeah i can't be gentle i can't be um submissive i can't be cooperative wait a minute what what all of those are good qualities not just in women, but in people in general. So, so this is disgusting what they're trying to push down our ladies' throats and our culture's throats. And now down our men's throats. It's disgusting. I, was, I, I came across this little clip on social media just, uh, I don't know, maybe a week ago. And it was a young man. I'm, like I said, I'm terrible at age, but I'm guessing about 18-ish, maybe 20-ish. It was really hard to tell his age on this because he was so um, frail 
and feminine in his movements and the way his voice sounded and all of that. And he was, oh my God, um, men are not supposed to be, how did he say it? Oh, men are supposed to be submissive. We're supposed to be submissive. Oh my God, supposed to be submissive. And just watching, you know, this little 10 seconds of this clip, it, it was kind of gross because here's this male that had pretty much given up, lost, signed away, whatever, everything that made him a man, okay? I mean, that was toxic masculinity on display in the worst kind of way. The absolute weakness and the giving up of what really makes, is supposed to make him a man, he gave up. And it was just, it was a disgusting display. And that's what's going on in our culture and society. And that's what the feminist movement has created for us men. It's disgusting. So again, what's what's some of the things of you know and i'm going to use this phrase again toxic femininity um just look at the modern feminist movement it's hatred for men number one hatred for men hatred of the things that have worked for thousands of years hatred for the role that women have played for thousands of years um they modern feminists um you know they many of them maybe not all of them but many of them don't even want to raise their own children at home. So they're against that. Uh, they want to destroy or murder their children while still in the womb. They don't want to keep the home. They don't want to create a home, an atmosphere. Let somebody else do that. They're going to go out and get their careers and conquer the world. Oh, the way men are supposed to be doing. And listen, ladies and gentlemen, I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with men, women in the workforce. I don't have a problem with that. And maybe we'll talk about some of those roles at another podcast. What I have a problem with is when these women do this because that's what they feel the modern feminist uh, uh, um, movement and ideology demands of them. So they let somebody else raise their children or their children are raising themselves. And then those same children go out and shoot up a school because, well, mom didn't need a man. Mom hated men and mom was gone all the time. And now men are still to blame because, well, where's his father? Oh, Lord. So they don't want to keep, they don't want to raise their own children. They don't want to keep a home. They'd rather... Uh, literally murder their children in abortion and they don't like just the traditional roles of of what it is to be feminine and it's the strangest thing to me but ladies let me let me just explain something to you explain something to you if you want a man a good man you got to stop being a man <laughs> nobody should have to tell you that but this is the truth if you want a real man a real man doesn't want to date a woman that acts like him thinks like him walks like him talks like him and does other things like him he's a true man who is masculine, is looking for a true woman, who is feminine, all right? So if, if you just want really a, a good man, I just, there's no good men to be found. Yeah, they are. They're out there. And you know what they're doing? They're saying there's no good women to be found. Because every time I meet a woman, she's just as masculine as I am. And don't say for a minute, oh, they're just intimidated by a strong woman. No, they're disgusted by a masculine woman. There's a big difference, ladies and gentlemen. Anyways, let me wrap this up because I'm sure we'll be talking about this again real soon or this something like this because uh, I want to get to the point to where, okay, so how are we supposed to act, men? I'm trying to draw this clear line so so true men start to understand who they are, who they're supposed to be, what they're supposed to be doing, and they can rise up and start doing it. But we have to start talking about some of these things like toxic femininity because this idea of toxic toxic masculinity well both of them are really a misnomer but there are reasons why there are reasons why you got these males doing all kinds of crazy things part and parcel is again many of them maybe not all of them but many of them were raised up in a single parent household by moms so they've had this 
weird, strange, feminine, uh, um, if you will, and most of them would be considered or lean towards that modern feminist ideology. And what does it turn out? Toxic cowardice. And, and, and men, if you have any desire to be truly masculine or truly a man, um, that is not it, okay? Toxic cowardice is not being a man. Being a provider, a nurturer, uh, being a protector, having strength under control, that's what real men do. And we're going to talk about some of those things in the very near future. But men, let's be men. Women, please be women. We need you to be women. We like it when you're women. And what? And I know this, deep down, you really like it when men are true men. Thank you again for joining us at Table Flippers. Please check out our merchandise. We have hats, hoodies, water bottles, all kinds of cool things. You can find all of the, our merchandise at tableflippers.com. That's tableflippers.com. And please write me. Please let me know how I'm doing. Write me at gwccrobert. That's one word, gwccrobert at gmail.com. Give me the good letters. Give me the bad letters. Tell me the great things I'm doing. Tell me the bad things I'm doing. I want to hear it all. Have a great day.